Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Loose Change Podcast, where we have a few guys giving their two cents on everything hockey. Today, we got the full crew. Braden's back. He's not on a date this time. He is looking for love a little bit later in Braden's love corner. We got Kai, we got Stuart, and we got me, the heartbroken Leafs fan, who is also very rich. If you guys listened to any of our last episodes, we've been telling you Tampa and Seven forever. And uh, I guess that's where we'll start. Tampa moving on past Toronto, Florida moving on past Washington. We've got a battle of Florida coming up in the second round. Braden Point missing from the Leafs, though, or and from the Leafs series. That's going to be tough for Tampa Bay to overcome. I've seen some projections. They're not giving Tampa worth a chance. Like, Kai, didn't you see Dom's model from the Athletic? Didn't he have, like, 25% chance or something? That Yeah, Tampa something wins? like that. Something like that. Seems very low. Um, have they said what's going on with Point? I know he's injured, but... He looked bad. Anyone yeah. that saw it, like, he had one it's, shift yeah, very Looks very, like, non-contact. Those are always scary. Yeah, I mean, I would play through it, like but that's one. just me. <laughs> you would? You think if it was beer league hockey or like NHL, like would you tough it out in your beer league games too? Oh, absolutely, oh, Braden would. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you about this, Tyler. I screwed up my ankle back in November playing some nice beer league on a little end end rush there from uh, my own defensive zone as that you know two way defenseman all star that I am. You got and, caught. Uh, pinching? No way. That sounds. Like I, uh, you no, would no, no. We still got a shot on, but like I fucked up my ankle on uh it was a weird poke check i went into my skate this is getting way off topic anyways i don't know what i did to it but i couldn't stand on it for a week and uh i finished the game and i just tied my skate really tight and then i was taking like three tylenols every couple hours uh to get through the work day and just like you know making my shoe real tight and right, uh, you're a guy why would you go to a hospital and address um, your medical man, issue man fuck that i don't want to wait in the line and then uh you know it's been however many months later and you know that stretch where you go on your like leg and you like tuck in your leg and you like touch your toe you know that one? Oh yeah big time I can't. So the ankle that I screwed up my, uh, my right ankle, I can't stretch that way on the left leg. Cause I can't get the, the foot to lie flat on its side. And then it'll just buckle sometimes when I'm walking around still. So I'm so you, me... you played through that. Mm-hmm. So, so Braden therefore... point can play through his injury. Cause I have played through worse at a higher competitive level in the greater Victoria. No, sorry. In the Oak Bay recreation league in uh, Victoria, BC. I've heard that some NHLers actually listen to the podcast and that might mm-hmm. get back to brain points. So I'd watch hey, out. If I were you, you know what? Some NHLers in there. We had, uh, you know, Courtnall, like Jeff, Jeff Courtnall and the, the former Canucks alumni. Yeah. His son. We had some all-stars in there and then we had scrubs like me. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, back to the lightning. Well, the Lightning are underdogs, <laughs> just like Braden's going to be an underdog <laughs> in uh, love corner a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I think the lightning shouldn't be underdogs because they're the back-to-back champions am i crazy to say that oh. at plus 145 i'll be putting a lot of money on tampa bay to win yet again i'll put my mortgage i don't know how you look at the two lineups and then go yeah i'm going to take the team with bobrovsky as a starter over vasilevsky yeah absolutely and florida yeah. was like not convincing at all no no dude, washington almost took yeah. you out are you kidding me and like sure does florida have a better forward group from top down yeah like I, i'd say that florida probably has the best forward group honest to god their defense though too like okay yeah it's good defense but still against tampa it's close enough between the two things and then the goaltending is just a complete chasm of a difference in terms of its ability and talent i'm taking vasilevsky and the lightning all day every day why is it because of vasilevsky like that's your big reasons like i'll just take the goalie right Mm -hmm. like i think the forward group for sure is better with florida Mm -hmm. um it's close but i'll take florida's four group their defensive groups 
I give Tampa an edge, but that being said, Florida, I still do think has a fantastic decor, but then yeah. Like, I don't know. Did Spencer Knight play in the first round or was it all Bob? It was all Bob. What's going um, on Spencer Knight? Was Bob that good? Yeah. I mean, Bob looked good and Spencer Knight did not have a very good regular season. Yeah, that's true. Um, Sub 900. Yeah. I'm going with lightning just because sometimes you got to give a team an edge just based off experience. Right. Yeah. We've seen lightning do it. And this is the first time we've seen the light, uh, the Panthers get past the first round. Right. So. I mean, we talk enough about like the Leafs trials and tribulations yeah. to get through the first round. Panthers haven't done it since the nineties. This is their first yeah. round win since the nineties. So exactly. yeah, they don't have much experience on their end. Do you have Florida Stu? Are you the one that's going to be picking Florida? Or are you thinking Vasilevsky will be the difference no, maker? I picked Tampa just based off Vasilevsky almost. Everyone Their forward the groups goalies. and defense are so comparable, but Vasilevsky is unbelievable. Need I, I remind like... everyone? Because I I don't want to play devil's advocate because I'll just be up front. I'm picking Tampa Bay. I'll never pick against Tampa until they lose. That's just obvious. But Bobrovsky was the goalie when they got swept in Columbus. Mm. He stood on his head, and he was the reason that Tampa Bay gone. Let's say Bobrovsky posts a shutout game one. Is there any mental thing like, damn, this guy, we can beat everyone else, but this one friggin' guy? I don't know. It's going to be a long series, though. I think yeah. Tampa in six, Tampa in seven. Tampa right. six. What's the odds on Tampa in six? I know Tampa in seven is like plus 475. I'm going to put 10 bucks on that. Do that. I Your like boy's still locked out of his account, so I'm, un, uh, I'm unfortunately unable to provide betting advice. You haven't been able to, to like, you haven't been able to benefit from any of these lease losses, then. No, it's uh, complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. It's like it's not like bad, bad, complicated. Like it's just like, you know, they verify your like piece of ID, like the, yeah. the picture you take. Oh, right, and you're not an actual Canadian citizen. Well, my address on there, yeah, I'm actually a foreign. Uh, refugee from Ukraine. No, I'm not going to make that joke. Um, Bad joke. We have, we have to cut this already. No, it's okay. Jesus. We're going to, we were looking at bringing some, uh, some Ukraine, nice Ukrainians and do our, our home here though. Uh, anyhow, mm-hmm. off topic. No. So like my, my, my license has my address, my BC address. So I, I haven't got it switched over, but my, uh, you know, my billing address is, is uh, the, my Ontario address. And for whatever reason, it just scans my, my license in the picture. And then I can't change it to whatever my thing is. So it just assumes that I'm at the wrong address. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, go fuck yourself. So it's yeah. weird that a, ban- a gambling site doesn't want to take my money, but they don't want to take my, well, they don't want to give me money because they, they know. They know you're happen. sharp. Mm-hmm. They know analysts. Well, I guess we're all on Tampa Bay then. I guess we're all picking against the President's Trophy winner because the President's Trophy winner never actually wins. Moving on to the other side of the East, we got the Rangers with Igor Shashurkin. Should I just call them the Shashurkins? Or well, I'll, call, we'll call them yeah. the Rangers, but it's basically Igor versus Carolina and whoever they're going to throw in net could be um, anyway, it could be David Ayers at this point. I think uh, Carolina is going to dominate this series. They're going to do what Pittsburgh should have done, close them out in like four or five, six games. I don't see how they could keep doing this they can't keep goalieing teams can they well, they can't they, they would anyone say that they goalied the penguins only yes. in game seven yeah right like i if you get goalied one game is the series count as being goalied i don't think so 
No. Pittsburgh the only Flames, really got goalie in game the, seven. Okay, yeah. that's not even referring to the game where Igor set the career, like a franchise record in saves in a game. In the yeah, but one game. He did if, that earlier in the series. Yeah, but if I play seven games, yeah. I let I know this is, this is an exaggeration, but if I play seven games and I let 10 goals in six of them and have a shutout in the seventh, you don't go, what a fantastic series. He played great. No, you played like shit, and then you showed up when you finally had to. He showed up for four of seven games, which is all you need to do to win a series. And he stole those games. I think. I don't know. Maybe I have um, – I had a, a bias because I was cheering actively against it and it felt like there was a brick wall behind the Rangers every single two-on-one chance. Oh, for sure, when mm-hmm. it feels like that, right? But to me, I guess with goalie, it's like, like Jake Edinger, a little foreshadowing. That guy goalied the Flames. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Right? Like, like that's to me – that's what goalie yeah. like goalieing someone. Did you uh like. you guys stay up for the game last night or? I could no. I was too well. depressed after the game no. ended, after the Penguins <laughs> game ended, so I didn't do anything. Man, I it sat was on my couch for like an hour, just staring at the ground. I was pissed off. It was and actually then I went on cap friendly and like built a roster for what I thought the next season would <laughs> oh look like. Oh my god, so. you're already yeah, in sure GM. Oh, yeah, I was I was finished after last night. I was over it a little bit more this morning, but <laughs> last night I was finished. I was pissed. Yeah, I mean, so good sad. thing we aren't recording this after Saturday night because I was ready to call this episode "Refs in Seven, Make a fifty-minute rant on the refs, but what you have to just realize that you know your team's over it. You're gonna be golfing soon. They're golfing already. Plenty of hockey left. What can you do? I can't believe you're in armchair GM mode already, though. I think you should. You <laughs> oh, for sure. That for the that was the first thing I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Record timing. Do you guys think um, Rangers have a chance then? Like, I think the goalie has proven that he can w- steal a couple games, and I'll take Canes in six. I hope that the Rangers do. Um, Why? Do I Just care about your brackets, right? No, because I hate Tony D'Angelo, and I think he's a piece of shit. I don't think he should be in this league, and it's a complete joke that the Carolina Hurricanes even signed him. I think he's oh, shown enough in his time that he doesn't deserve a spot really in this hockey league. I, yeah, I'm kind of with you there, Bridgen. I would, I would love to see his former team beat him. Mm. It's a privilege to play in the NHL, and he's shown yeah. enough that he doesn't or he has not earned that right. His actions go back to the OHL. Oh, he's young. Great. He hasn't changed. He's a piece of shit. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Don't, I don't care if NYR fan sees this on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, if NYR fan is listening, the Loose Change podcast is against racists like Tony D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Dude, do you know how bad you have to be for people to like Brad Marchand because of what he did to you? Yeah, like I like. Are you kidding me? Like, no, like fuck Tony D'Angelo. I hope that you know what. I I hope that they get swept and he gets walked like Aho did to him. Remember that? Yeah. Like I hope he just gets fucking embarrassed. And he's such a baby throwing his stick to at the end of yeah. that. Like what a fucking piece of shit. Like I such yeah. a loser. Yeah. Such a loser. Such a baby. Ooh, you're gonna defend it. Yeah, dude. Really? You're down how many goals and you're gonna throw a stick? You're the one that's like, oh, I don't have enough words to just get out how much I dislike him. But uh, we have a clip now. We have uh, we have a Tony D'Angelo sucks clip. Hmm? We already have one reel ready to go. Man, I'll tell that, you what, that'll like, be a popular one. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's going straight to the top. If no one disagrees with that one. <laughs> if they don't sweep them, I hope it's like game seven. And for whatever reason, Gorgiev has to come in and he just stonewalls. Stonewalls him. <laughs> How great would that be? Or at least like get Gorgiev and they just fucking roll yeah. D'Angelo. In the Honestly, I'm not counting out the Rangers at all. No, no that's what know? I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Rangers are better than the Bruins, I think. 
That's exactly. I was gonna say like, you, are, are you guys taking the Hurricanes? Because I I have Rangers in seven. I still take Canes. I still think the Canes win, but my heart's in New York. I hope New York kicks their ass. I think the uh, I think the Rangers have the better, obviously better goalie than Boston, and they have better forwards than Boston. They might have slightly worse defense, but I I'm more confident in the Rangers to take it to the Hurricanes just like the Bruins did. Yeah, I love so, the Hurricanes at home though. Dude, that crowd. I love the Rangers at home. Yeah, yeah. those are two of the best crowds yeah. in the league. Absolutely, going up against each other. Yeah. So are we all agreeing it's a deep series then? I thought you guys were gonna. I lose hope so. Canes. I really. Did, I hope so. But... No, I, I'm Rangers in seven. I do agree with Braden. I do think Canes are gonna end up winning, but I just hope it's a good series, and I'd love to see an upset. Igor yeah, looked like he got nice. his form back last night. Igor looked like what I was expecting him from the whole series against the Penguins, and it looked like that last night. If you can carry that over, like the Rangers' defense, I don't think is that bad. And they have some rock stars on the team, like Chris Kreider throwing the iPad out of Zabanajed's hand on the bench <laughs> after Zabanajed sees his. He has a breakaway attempt. He has a really good <laughs> shot, doesn't go in. He goes to grab the iPad to go watch the replay. Kreider says, "No chance. Good vibes only." Yeah. No, that's not what the replay iPad. was. It was a. Yeah, it was. It was right no, out yeah, of the yeah. breakaway. It was a replay of Kreider ball. going offside. He didn't want to see it. Oh, <laughs> you need to tweet that right now. Oh my you God. go on your Twitter account, make a tweet, compose the tweet, press send. No, but yeah, all kidding aside, that's just great leadership from Kreider. Yeah, absolutely. Scoring 50 goals. It makes you yeah. kind of want to cheer for the Rangers. The Tony sure. D'Angelo line changed my mind. Rangers in seven, what, Stu. One thing, do it. One thing about the Rangers in the Penguin series that I wasn't too impressed with, the one Ranger, even though he scored the goal to put them away i didn't like how panarin was playing for like as a series Mm. he had a pretty poor series i thought i wasn't noticing him as much as i thought i should be yeah like i thought you have to be worried about Kreider, and then it's panarin but panarin was like the fifth guy on the list they need more from him if they want to get past the hurricanes Mm. but yeah also i guess we'll see adam fox he, he was looking a lot closer yeah. to Hughes than he was to Makar. Wow. Yeah. But Hughes is better than Makar. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. You also said that there. Fox was the better defenseman than Makar to start the season. I think at the start of the season, he was. No, but he's been poo poo. He's been poo poo this. No, maybe not poo poo, but for sure, Kai. Like he hasn't been the Adam Fox that we've been used mm-hmm. to seeing. I mean, McCarr is a decent transition. Let's throw it over to Colorado. That yeah. dominated Nashville. I'm sorry, Predators fans, that you had to watch that. Did you watch that? Why'd you watch that? Anyways. Sutter was right. Hey, you know what? Game two was an OT, and the Preds had a lead in game four into the third period. Yeah, you know what? It, it, maybe it was closer than the four. There was, there was a couple blowouts in there, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, Preds could have easily stolen a game there. If they had sorrows, I do believe they win yeah. one of those games. Absolutely. But they're going up against St. Louis, who took Wild out in six. What do you guys think six. of that series? That was a good series between Blues and Wild. That yeah. was fun. I'm Kaprizov shocked was so good. And upset mm-hmm. that many didn't make it further. And now yep. they are banished into oblivion because yeah. they are in Cap Hell. Like, they're screwed. by many. They're finished. Yeah. They have no chance, eh? What is it like? Five and a half million from Suter, another few million mm-hmm. from the Paris. I think. I think it's. I think it's like over ten million in yeah. that total dead cap hit. Yeah. Wait for, for just next season. 
Yeah. Or like total. For next season. For next I season. I think the one yeah. after, they still got a good bit. Like it's for a couple seasons at least that they've got. Yeah. And it's so weird. Like, it's like 10 million money. one year, 5 million next year, 8 million yeah. next year, then seven. It's like you can't yeah. even plan around it. But it's okay, mini fans. I'm on your side. The NHL is uh, a joke of a league. Yes. Uh, the fact that they retroactively punish teams with a new rule after making, uh, or sorry, after, or, oh my God, God, I can't speak. Punishing teams for uh, violating a rule that was made after the contract was signed. Don't know how that works though, but yeah. thank you, Gary Bentman in the NHL. I mean, how does that factor into them buying out Prezan Suter? Oh my God, I'm an idiot. Never mind. Yeah. Wild fans, no, no. go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, no, no, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't uh, retire. They uh, got bought out. Was the buyout also not exact? Like, was the amount not also like made bigger by that rule, though, or was that only retirement? Pretty sure it's only retirement. Uh, yeah, okay, it's just you can't, yeah. you can't sign that. a guy to 13 years in 25 million dollars a year. You can't do that, in Minnesota. Yeah. Now That's they bullshit. know you should be allowed to, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Uh, the Wild should have kept Suter for another year. He looked pretty good for Dallas. Well, that's the one even at the time. Remember, everyone was yeah. like, why are you doing Suter too, though? It's, like, sure, yeah, Parise, Parise sucks, but I mean, yeah. Suter's still pretty good. Yeah, why did they do that? There was yeah. no hurry aside. on Suter. Because if, sh- if they waited one more year for Suter, the buyout would be a little bit better. Um, yeah. Dude, let him play the deal. Yeah. Like, he's still a top four defenseman. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So he not a Pelham, like at St. Louis? Probably. Yeah. St. Louis, according to Dom Lucision's model, only has a 1% chance to win the Stanley Cup. And I think it should be way higher than that. Absolutely. A 1% they're chance? They're, they're in the lot. There's only eight teams left. They've got six yeah. more games. They've got six more games and goodbye. You're going to take Jordan Bennington against He's the Colorado good. Avalanche? I, I'd take Bennington over Kemper so far, yeah. It's tough. I don't know. I uh, I do think St. Louis is going to make it tough. Better I, than they deserve to be awesome. better than a one percent chance for the cup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll saying. give you that. Especially yeah. with only eight teams. But yeah, mm-hmm. and like how much of the NHL is just parity? But yeah. I'm taking. Oh, I think Avs at six. I'll give yeah. St. Louis two. I think St. Louis is going to win three games at home. I think Avs are going to win four games at home. I think Avs in seven. I think St. Louis is going to scare the shit out of them. And McKinnon's going to have a Herculean effort in game seven. McCarr's the best defenseman in the league. They'll end up winning, but it will be close. And I don't, I know I hate Bennington, but I got to give him respect where it's due. He had a great round one. He played oh, yeah. insane. And he is one of the main reasons why they're here and not Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I I can't say the same about Kemper. I think the reason they are here is because they're offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Kemper also got hurt in game three. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think the Avs have prone shown what they've got over the course of the season. Like it's such a strong team. I know they've got their second round demons. Yeah. This is the year they're getting through it. Well, I hope they win. I do have a hundred bucks on them to win. I think they have they'll win. I have them in the bracket to win. But uh, I think it's going to be a tough series. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. You think it's going to be a walk in the park? Not a walk in the park. I don't know. Like I said, I think Avs in six. And I think the two that they lose are fairly close games. Yeah, I could see every game being close. But I could, you could even talk me into 
Avs and five or Avs and five. If yeah. right. Colorado wins both games at home, take one in St. Louis and win the third game or the fifth game at home. But yeah. the games will be closer at least. The, maybe not. I, the I think they'll be the close. Be closer. Yeah. Like I could see it being Avs and five, and I could see like four of the games being decided by like one goal or two goals. Yeah. Like there's not going to be blowouts, I don't think. But no, I just think I'll the Avalanche right are now. the better team over like through and through. They uh, the two games they lose is going to be uh, I think four two. They're going to lose. And three one. Do you no? Do you guys three two. We'll make it three two. <laughs> To your guys' mind, if uh, minds change, if Kadri gets suspended, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. You lose a hundred point second line center and one hundred percent. Then I'm looking, okay, maybe St. Louis can pull it off. Look at St. Louis's depth. If you can shut down that top line, I did not give St. Louis enough credit in the first round. I'll give you that. I did not give St. Louis enough credit in the first round, but I still. Is their third line center? That's I just don't trust Bennington. Like that's honestly like that's my biggest thing. Well, then they could put Huso back in that. Yeah. He lost his job. I mean, we both kind of predicted it that yeah. it's going to be one bad game. The other guy's getting a, a chance in the goal. So that's true. That's fair. Huh. What'd you guys know. think of uh, just quickly about goalies? What'd you think of the decision to go to Talbot? Stupid. I, I texted you guys that night. I said, that was stupid. Yeah. That was I thought dumb. it was the dumbest move. Dude, if you're Bill Guerin, you're the general manager of the Minnesota Wild. I just gave up, what was it, a first round pick? A conditional second, I think it was, that turns into a first if... Right? Is Whatever it, it signs? I can't remember the exact thing. I gave up a significant piece, at least, for Marc-Andre Fleury. Dude, you didn't fucking play him in the elimination game? You have a Hall of Fame goaltender. Top five all-time in wins. Mm-hmm. And you're not playing him? I don't give a fuck how he's played the rest of the series. It's he wasn't even that bad. Fleury. No! Dude, he wasn't even that Cam bad. Talbot. Cam Talbot's our savior. Right, Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, it's different if Patrick Waugh is backing up, but he's not. Mm. If you yeah. were going to switch to Talbot, you had to do it in like game three or four, yeah. not in game six. You got to give him time to warm up, get used to the series, how it's going. I'm fucking Talbot went 14 days without playing, without getting an NHL shot on him. Like, what? Yeah. That's a stupid move. That's a you deserve to be fired. You know what? Oh, fuck it. You deserve to be fired for that. You, okay, it's coach is out. Another wild coach is out. Dude, you're going to pull shit like that and Barry Trotz is available? Bro, I had to take a second. Who's the coach. Minnesota Wild coach again? Oh, yeah, Bar- Dean Everson. Hey, Barry Trotz could save them, <laughs> especially with their cap problems. Barry Trotz he- could save Minnesota. Yeah, if they got that's actually a good point. That's a but- great point. Yeah, is he's- Barry Trotz the are we hockey insiders? Is Barry <laughs> Trotz the new wild coach? I mean, we did say Vegas last week, so, we did say, so either way, we're hockey insiders. Yeah. At this point. I could also see, I could also see Barry Trotz going to Dallas. Because apparently Rick Bonus is retiring. Yeah. Oh, he's retiring. I think it's their assistant is uh, is very highly regarded. I remember reading. Mm. I remember if it's the assistant or the AHL coach, but um, I remember seeing that that's most likely the way to go. Anyhow, let's keep on with our playoff uh, predictions. Though first, let's get through those. Well, that's kind of a transition to Dallas because Jake Ottinger, what a performance! Oh my God, Kai, you yeah, probably watched more games. I think I only watched games yeah. one, two, three, and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jake Ottinger, amazing, twelve point seven goals yeah. above saved, like expected. I don't know how. Last to night it. was the most incredible goalie performance I've ever. Okay, Seriously? hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I've I have a question. I have a question. Kai, game yeah. six and game seven, Thatcher Demko. 
you put Edinger above both of those games? Uh, I mean, recency bias is a thing, but yesterday mm-hmm. was absolutely insane. Just like he was so calm, cool, and collected. Like there was no way that the shot was going to get in. And like I was actually shocked that Johnny scored on Dude, what a shitty OT goal. I I mean, got. he picked it in like the tiniest spot that it could have gone in. In a weird way, it reminded me of the golden goal. Like just kind of like, you know, where the shot came from and like tiny. Yeah. But yeah, but, oh man, I can't even imagine playing like that and giving up that goal. But my question after that performance and that series, does that give you questions about Calgary and doubts about Calgary? Or is that just Dallas literally played the style that they play, that defensive grind you down game, create no man, they chances? Had, they had like 125 had... shot attempts yeah. yesterday. And that, well, that's what I was going to say, right? Is, <laughs> do you have doubts about the Flames or is it just Dallas played their system perfectly and they still needed you know, an all-star, like, you know, history-making, goaltending effort to get it. I do have doubts about the Flames. I think that, you know, Mangiapane, he's definitely on fraud watch. Yeah, big time. He shot, what, 20%? Yeah. He's not doing that every year. He's he's, not a vertical scorer. He's never going to score 35 again. Fraud watch. Yeah. Um, Toffoli, I mean, he got one yesterday, but he was pretty invisible. He's always been streaky, right? Yarn Croak or whatever, however you say his name. He should not be a second line winger, winger for your team. He is the most third line player I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. I play him on the third line. Is he on so, the second uh, line? Uh, yeah. Because they bumped uh, to fully down. Oh, that's um, I love Backland, but yeah. I don't think he should have to carry your second line of no. Dubé, him, and Garncrow. No. But like, uh, who's carrying Edmonton's second line with when you're loading dry settle on the top? Uh, it's still Evander Kane, Nuge, and Yabamoto. No, better I thought it was than Calgary's so far. But Yamamoto was first line. Yeah. yeah. That's better well, than Calgary's. Oh, yeah, they did load it up. No, no. Oh, so it's Hyman then. Hyman instead of Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah. Hyman's on the second line Hyman with Kane. Kane and Nugent Hopkins, which is a yeah. pretty That's nasty really second line. That's really Absolutely. good. Yeah. Are we going Just to, okay, t- are we... to touch on Dallas really quick? How yeah. unreal is their 2017 draft looking now? Because they got oh Kreiskinen, yeah. Ottinger, Robertson. and Robertson in the same draft. Yeah. What? Can yeah. you say that again? Heiskanen, Ottinger, and Robertson were in the same draft. They and they also team. got yeah. And they also got a third line center with Peterson in the third round. Jeez. How unreal does that draft look for yeah. them? Wow. Yeah, they knew what they were doing, eh? I don't. And they've got an all star coming at this year's draft. I don't know if um, Edmonton's going to look better than Dallas. Well, did I think Dallas knows how to play playoff hockey better than Edmonton does? And I'll tell you why. Edmonton is Cody Cece on the top line. Edmonton has Duncan Keith on the second line. And those are your two best lines. And those two players don't play hockey well. Sorry, who's the right defenseman on the third pair? Tyson Berry. <laughs> Dude, did you see Keith get walked? Like, he did not look good. He got completely walked off the game. Speaking of teams who, uh, you know, I know I already went on a little rant about this, but I'm going to do it again. Evander Kane should not be in the NHL. He's a piece of shit. He's shown over his during his uh, his uh, total career. Uh, he's a completely garbage human being. Uh, he only gets so many chances. It's a privilege to play in the NHL, and he has lost that privilege completely. So you, the Edmonton you Oilers think... are a complete poverty franchise for signing that garbage human being to an NHL deal, and they're going to look even more pathetic when they re-sign him because Connor McDavid, ignoring you know 
any uh, any morals begs him to resign him because he could score goals. Complete pathetic organization. Complete pathetic player should not be in the league. You don't think because he's talented yeah. at hockey, he has any spot in the NHL? He doesn't. He shouldn't. He's a piece of shit. And you've lost your chance. Sorry, dude. Look at all the shit he's pulled. Really, and you're actually gonna see him be like, "I don't want Evander Kane on my team." I don't want Evander Kane on my team. I enjoy no, cheering you against him. He's a piece of shit. He shouldn't be in the league. But he is good at hockey. He is good at hockey. D'Angelo. They did win that series because of him. In large part, he scored seven goals. A lot. It's great. Have morals. Huh. Also true. Yeah, we're it's a not, big it's morals guy. Like, it's not hard. We're a big morals team here at the Loose Change Podcast. Dude, here's another thing: if you have to resort to signing a Vander Kane for your team to be good, maybe you're shitty at your fucking job. Yeah, that's sure. also true. Maybe if you're a Vander the best Kane, player, the only hey. team that will pick you up is Edmonton. Dude, it's pathetic. Are you kidding me? You're the best player in the world, and your management team has to go to guys like that? What, are you going to go slap a Voinov next? <laughs> no, like, really, honest to God. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, okay. Like, the NHL is a hole's embarrassing with it. Logan Mayu's selection, Bergevin, Watch Rally to keep that trend up. In fact, Shovel Dayoff just got re-signed after his involvement in the Kyle Beach scan. Oh, sorry, I'm getting completely off track. It's just the NHL's piece of shit organization as a whole, but, like, uh, Kane should not be on that team, and it pisses me off. So you like you legit like you you can't stand that they made that decision. And if they re-sign him, you'll be like pissed off. Yeah, yeah. He shouldn't be in the league. He shouldn't be in the NHL. Do you think the NHL should ban him, or should the teams just decide? Should it be up to the NHL, or should it be up to the teams not to sign him? Because I think like, teams. Then it's the door like is a, always open. Kind of like yeah. a backhanded conversation you know where it's just like we will all agree not to offer shoot each other we'll all not sign a vander kane just like all the nfl teams decided not to sign, sign kaepernick Ka- yeah but like obviously for different reasons we're not saying kaepernick's like a vander kane whoa yeah. whoa whoa don't clip that no because well here's the thing if you know if there's a player in the nhl who did what colin kaepernick did at that time yeah i'm sure that player would have been out of league no fucking chance you'd see him man so you, you just hate Evander Kane. So you're picking Calgary is what I'm yeah. getting from this. I'm, I'm picking Calgary because I think they're the better team. I think they play no. better style. I think they play more playoff hockey. And I think they're an overall well-built team. You know, who are you taking? The we, team with Jacob Markstrom or the team with Mike Smith? Well, that's what. We haven't even talked about the defense and the goalie. Defense, Calgary by a it's not close. fucking mile. It's not Calgary in five. Yeah, yeah Cal- exactly. Calgary in five, I think. Markstrom's but I'm not gonna, scared of. I've got to be honest with you game. guys. <laughs> Calgary defense yesterday looked shaky with no tariff. You see, hurt? he was a maybe. Wanna, he was a maybe for last night. He'll be back wanna, against Edmonton. You'd be shocked to see how often Zadorov and Gabranson are on the ice at the same time. What <laughs> overtime <laughs> You're of Game Seven? Maybe oh, no. I'm just ignorant and I just assumed. Yes. He's wow. still third pair. Like I don't oh. care. Zadorov and and them seeing overtime ice in Game Seven is. Bonkers. Also, Shillington got hurt yesterday. So, so I think Tanner so Edmonton has a way better chance. So, three of their healthy defensemen that are dressed are Stone, Zadorov, and Goodbranson. And that's still better than Duncan Keith, who Edmonton went out of the way to trade. That is, that is fair. And goalie is still way better. Yeah. No, so I mean, I still, I still do think Calgary has a better defense, but I'm just saying it's like, yeah, not peak performance right now. We haven't even talked about Drysaddle's injury. He's yeah. absolutely laboring out there. He is not the MVP from last year like he's 
like he was playing. He was on a 50 goal pace forever. This guy is on one ankle at this point and he's going to tough it out because he's like Braden. He would do that. <laughs> he's going to tough it out, but I don't think he's going to be the, the world breaker that he was when I saw him in November. I don't like that comparison because Dreisaitl doesn't play defense. I'm like your boy. Right. Um, you are better at defense than Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. So is my left shoe, but <sighs> you're right. Yeah. Since the ankle injury, I don't know what the right <laughs> shoe. But with dry, like, man, dry sidle injured. Yeah, man. Like, you know what? That kind of, to me, you know what? That offsets the Calgary defense if he's that significant, right? Like, to me, that's. McDavid okay. can only do so much. He can only do so much. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, in LA, like, that beautiful goal that McDavid scored. Fantastic. He walked the team. Yeah. It was one goal. He did it once. It was one goal. But also, like, when he's on the ice, scoring chances are, like, three to one in Edmonton's favor. It's just when he's not on the ice, they're not. It's, like, one to three the other team. Yeah, but what was up with that quote, though, too, eh, by McDavid? Four should be enough? Yeah, you definitely feel like he's not the uh, captain of the team when it's taught when – or he's not the uh, level-headed captain of the team. He's the uh, fiery, Mm -hmm. fired-up leader by playing – and I don't think he's the type of guy to come to the goalie that let him five goals and pat him on the back, say, we'll get him next time. No, he seems like the type who, you know, he's going to go score five goals and afterwards, are you fucking kidding me? I have to do all this shit because you guys are this shitty. Yeah, and, and if he was a lead, know, Holland, call terrible call Shane, but he's not, so. Anyhow, what are our predictions? I'm going to go Calgary in five. What do you guys think? I agree with that. I'd take Calgary in five. I think it's going to go a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Calgary in seven. I'm yeah? taking it in seven. It's going to be a grinder of a series. Mike Smith, I'll give him some credit. He's going to he's gonna play okay. He's played okay. He doesn't look hurt. I think he's got at least this round in him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to make the Stanley Cup finals, but I could see him getting to game seven against Calgary with McDavid in front of him. He's so streaky too. Like I think he's got a lot of confidence right now, and Mm -hmm. I think yeah, I agree. Simpson seven. Dude, LA pushed you to seven. Flames are gonna do seven too. I mean, Dallas pushed Flames to seven. Yeah, and it took that goaltending performance. Jonathan Quick had a sub nine hundred save percentage, didn't he? It still went seven. Like, are you like you know what the more I'm just thinking? Like, no, Flames are gonna walk them. It's gonna be embarrassing. And I know we're shitting on like Calgary's like second line. But I mean, like with dry saddle hurt, even if they're loading it, like if they don't load it, like I don't know. I still like Calgary's forward depth. Mm-hmm. Like, th- like I think not. Like taking them in seven is just assuming that Toffoli is going to stay like bad, mm. or that like right. their players aren't going to figure it out. You I think, think against the mean. I I think against Edmonton's defense, they'll find a way to figure it out. Like you think, like I wouldn't be surprised if Matthew Kachuk had like eight goals this series, just because he's going to be the biggest guy like out there on defense. And if, especially if Darnell Nurse isn't out there, like who's gonna who's gonna step to him when he's on the ice? Edmonton's yeah. defense, we could figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's accident. a good point. There are a bunch of turntables out there. Like Cody CC in your top four is a joke. And he's, back not, he's not even your worst defenseman in your top four. Um, yeah. yeah. LA, sorry, LA Kings fans, we have nothing to say. Good try. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You it was a good try. Expect, they didn't expect yeah. to make the playoffs here. They made it. Yep. Sick. 
cool. A little ahead of schedule. They're going to look nasty. I can't wait to see Connor McDavid in an LA Kings jersey. Oh, that would be nasty. <laughs> like Gretzky did. <laughs> Dude, no, it's honestly, God, if you request a trade, is LA not the perfect trade partner? They have all the prospects. They're ready to get it. Dude, Byfield Plus. There you the go. The storyline between Gretzky and McDavid leaving the Oilers to save LA Kings is yep. so awesome. Has to there happen. You, go. you heard it here first. We are hockey insiders, as confirmed in the last episode. McDavid to the LA Kings. Clip that, send it everywhere. Uh, the bet between Braden Halabiski and Tyler Woodmeyer is void. As the Edmonton it's voided. made the playoffs and won a round. Mm. It's a shame. McDavid probably won't request a trade this summer then. Boring. Boo. Boo. We'll see him in LA or Toronto a different year. All right. So we got our picks. And are we consensus on any of those? Or do we have some? Because we're consensus. We all have flames. We all have. Uh... We're consensus underdog picking the lightning. Yeah. Consensus flames, consensus yeah. lightning. Tyler, you had Rangers, right? You said Rangers in seven. Yeah, yeah I, got, changed I have my Rangers. Mind. You talked me into it. I'm Rangers. Kyle, you have seven. Rangers too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think Kings three. are winning that. Okay. So three Rangers. Okay. Rangers are the underdogs, right? So we're taking mm. underdogs yeah. in the East and then the uh, favorites in the West. We're calling Lightning, Rangers, Avs, Flames. Right, and those are our picks. Those are yeah. our picks. All right, well, here's the second round. Uh, loose change podcast parlay. Place your money, win lots. It's fantastic. Were we consensus on any like amount of games too? Like to go really specific, like we we all knew Lightning and Seven was a lock. Is there any locks this round? Lightning and Seven was the most mortal lock I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life, and I don't yeah. think we'll ever see something quite like that again. At plus five fifty, if you to listen to episode getting one in on the action. Four, like all of us said that. Even Drake wins money this time. What? That was such a funny bet. That was hilarious, but I can't. How believe... much did he put on that? He put like a hundred thousand dollars on that. Four hundred thousand. It was like four fifty, wasn't it? And he got one point two. I thought it was three hundred, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it was at least. A, he's a smart better. Yeah, apparently he hit the game seven parlay last night. He had uh, Mavericks. He had Flames, and he had. Um, someone else and he hit it for like four million bucks on a four hundred thousand dollar bet uh, i can't believe the blowouts in the nba yesterday for game sevens too no we're not a basketball podcast but that was a crazy i mean we're an all sports non-political podcast it's okay wasn't it crazy how many baskets got scored in those games that ball just kept going through the hoop and then the guys kept getting it and then they went the other way and then they put it in that hoop and then it just went on for uh, four quarters it was insane. but the one the one team was really bad at it yeah, and you know what? That's going to happen when you have a league that's as talented as that one. You know, it's just so, uh, you know, the, the talent, the chasm difference. Oh, boy. It's just, you know, unfortunately, that's just the way it goes. And, uh, you know, uh, we keep coming back for more, though, because of the entertainment value. Big basketball podcast. We're going to mm-hmm. have LeBron James on in the summer to discuss offseason changes. Twice. Anyhow, moving on and back to hockey. Have we talked the draft lottery at all? We didn't no. because I mean that happened a few days ago, not since yeah. last podcast. So we got Were there Montreal. even any surprises? Well, Montreal picking first in Montreal. That's nice. We get to see I know, but uh, like that was that was the favorite, right? Well, did you see uh, Mr. Bettman's reaction to uh, the favorite winning the first overall pick? No, I didn't actually. You gotta go watch it, dude. Like he so it comes up like first overall, like Montreal goes, Oh, Montreal. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Montreal gets the first pick and somebody like quote tweeted up with a video of him like reacting to New Jersey getting the first overall pick a couple years ago he's like 
All right, New Jersey, first overall. Congratulations, guys. That's fantastic for the organization. It's just like, could you make it more clear that you hate Canada? Yeah, that guy hates here? Canada. Like, good that guy God, what a pathetic piece Canada. of shit. Little rat, little Hall of Fame commissioner. He's a complete garbage human being, too. There we go. There's another one. Does it acknowledge the connection between hockey and CTE? He's Last team. Last Canadian team. Raiden's really big on the moral issues today. Get rid it's of the crazy. helmet rule, too, while we're uh, at it. I'm here every day. Oh, oh, actually, I've, I did want to touch on that. I, <laughs> Stu, what did what did you think about Crosby's comments? I completely. It's there's no way in a game seven you want that to be. That's why the Rangers scored the third goal. Pittsburgh had blown coverage because Pedersen got his helmet ripped off behind his net. Yeah, I mean, like, I do think what happened yesterday, like, is going to lead to debate about the rule. That's the first time I've ever seen that happen since the rule came in, though. I've seen it happen a couple of times, but like, come on! In Game Seven, the team that's winning, the guy has to just stop playing. He has to. He can't. Well, like, can't, what? What are they supposed to do? Like, blow the whistle, or like? Let the options play. are: they either blow the whistle, blow the play dead, or allow a guy to play without a helmet. When, I and think with why, everything that's going on, I don't think that they can let the guy play without the helmet. I agree. I think you have to play the blow. You have to blow the play dead, and I think that's okay. Ready yeah. for a ready for something that's gonna sound contradictory for me? Sure. Sounds like something to, you would do for sure. You should be allowed to play. My I, I issue agree. with the NHL and their whole thing with CTE is that they don't raise any awareness, they don't educate the players, they don't do anything to let you know beforehand. Because you know, if you hear players, I wouldn't have been a fighter if I knew about the risks. Bullshit. Yeah, you fucking would have. It's too much money. You're not gonna do that. For sure you do it still. But does that mean that the NHL doesn't have an obligation to have those, you know, warnings in place? Not at all. They still need to, you still need to be warned, right? If there's well, a possibility of injury in any circumstance, you know, whether it be professional sports or, you know, you just go into some fucking, I don't know, you know, signing a waiver somewhere, you're acknowledging that there's a chance you could be injured and you're aware of the risk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The NHL doesn't Which, let, like, the NHL hasn't been letting players know that there's a risk. That's yeah, a whole concerned. lawsuit about it, right? They got well, yeah, fight, and that's the exact thing. point, right? And you, that's my point is what I'm saying is you hear players say, oh, I wouldn't have done it if I knew the risks. Yeah, you would have, but the NHL should still share the risks. Mm. Um, but that being said, if you share the risks and a player says, I still want to play if my helmet comes off, dude, by all means, you should be able to play no Bucky. Oh, I agree. Why can't, it, why can't it work like a, when a player is injured? Like imagine mm-hmm. just instead of Pedersen has no helmet, he's just laying behind the net. Right when the Penguins touch the puck, why can't the whistle go? But like they get possession. Also, but the NHL's it's a joke because how many elbows to the head happen in this playoffs? Well, this is a nice little parlay they, into why they the care NHL about head injuries is a complete joke. Tyler, would you like to comment? I guess I wasn't going to do it because I believe <laughs> you have. That they don't care about head injuries. And good karma, but the uh, the refs this playoffs they started off hot. Did they ever? And then. <laughs> Did they ever cool the fuck off? Mm-hmm. I they called absolutely that too. You? Made, you as predicted, made, yeah. As predicted, we said this last episode, this was going to happen. It was going to be, oh my God, look at all these penalty calls. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what the league was supposed to do. Players will adapt. And then the league said, nope, we're going to be inconsistent as fuck. <laughs> we're going to do random shit. We're going to call some penalties to show that, oh, we're calling penalties. And then not call anything half the time to appease the other half. Trying to please both half is going to please nobody. When you try to please everyone, you please no one. It's fucking ridiculous that they think that's the way you should be roughing the game. The NBA allows people to travel six steps 
and it's making the NHL officials look like fucking dog water. I am over it, though, as you guys can tell. I am legit over it. Tampa played a better series. That's not why Toronto lost. Didn't. Toronto played better. And here's the thing. I've seen enough of these reports of whispers around the industry. And I'm not an insider. We are but I listen to uh, I listen to a wide range of other podcasts and radio. I, I listen to a lot of uh, you're top ten analysts. I'm pretty top ten. I'm I'm on it, and I've seen from a pretty wide variety across all of like hockey Twitter, like hockey reporters, hockey media, that I go okay, like there's enough smoke, there's fire to it. Of that, apparently after last year's playoffs, and we all saw what happened with McDavid, um, and how many non calls there were against him. Uh, apparently, a lot of the players went to the officiating and said you guys need to fucking clean it up this is terrible like there's no standard it completely changes just call the book one of the teams that called a lot had a lot of players were none other than your toronto maple leafs now apparently a reason that there were so many calls against toronto that make you go really tampa got away with whatever was the refs going fuck you you want the book called here's what it looks like but it Hope didn't look like that because they only called it half the time. On Toronto, did they call more against Toronto? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Oh, fuck. Total total penalties called over the series: thirty-seven against the Leafs, thirty-three against the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Was the Justin Hall a penalty? What should have been called though is wait, like Toronto doesn't play a game, and they've never played a game since Keith became coach, since Babcock was coach, that led to them getting penalties. They've always played the game that should draw more penalties. I, and, and I don't want to hear the, oh, the penalties were even at the end of it. Okay, that's great. That's how hockey's they, always been. They even dude, out penalties. And they even out penalties always. Here's yeah. the thing. What's the timing of those? Five on three in game six. Yeah. Right? Was that a call? No. Should have been. It, it should have been? Do the Leafs score an Wait. extra goal and then are up two goals in game six all of a sudden because the right? officials do their job? Who knows? You're right. It's a good point. That five-on-three goal should not have been called. That Justin Hall, that's a pick. That happens every fucking game. That happens a yeah, hundred times every game. I've never seen a hockey game where that he didn't stood happen his once. ground. I that's watched Malcolm do that penalty. five times last night. That's not a penalty. And then there's those other videos of like Matthews running around in front of that. You saw it, Kalorn completely grabbing his jersey. It looked like that Yager highlight out of the '90s. No call. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, there was, was that yeah, time too where that, that one was embarrassing. Then the Tampa goal. I can't remember who it was, but he completely elbows the Toronto player in front of the Toronto net. Is there a call? Nope. Tampa scores right well, after. That's because where the, the fuck Toronto, is that call? The Toronto player was Michael Bunting, and yep. Michael Bunting doesn't get called for penalties oh. since halfway through the year because he was leading the league in penalties drawn. Mm-hmm. And then refs saw that, so they're like, "Oh, he's making us look like we're not even out every penalty. We need he's to stop calling us. penalties against him." Yeah. And dude, I don't want to hear, oh, the refs don't do that. Dude, if you're a Canucks fan, you, there's no fucking way you should be saying that. You don't remember Burroughs back in what was that, 2011? I don't know. I was like, back in 2011, old. Burroughs called out the refs because Burroughs was called for a, or I can't remember who the player was, but got called for a trip on Burroughs. Got looked back at after the game. Burroughs had embellished. Moving forward, it was like the bad bunting effect right now. Right. Burroughs never got a single yep. fucking call for him, and he called the refs out. I do remember out. that. I and then shithead Ron McLean, because he always has to have the refs back, has an interview with that ref or with the NHL officiating, you know, head of officiating. Oh, we would never do that. Oh, that's asinine to suggest. That's embarrassing. How dare Burroughs suggest that the refs would do that? You fucking kidding me? And then what? 100%. A couple months later, we find out that the uh, head of, uh, was it? 
was Campbell the head of officiating at the time or mm-hmm. was he something else? Yeah, yeah, the head of officiating tells the officials to stop calling so many fucking calls on his son's team, the Boston Bruins, in the Stanley Cup final against the Vancouver Canucks. Those emails got leaked. How the fuck does he still have a job in the NHL? It's corrupt. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's corrupt. It's fucking nepotism. The NHL is complete. Again, the NHL is a joke. The officiating is a joke. The league's a joke. There's a reason why it's a small sport. This is the most, like, I might call this out, this, uh, this podcast, Braden, Mr. Morale. Like, <laughs> shout out Kendrick Lamar. You are just all over it today. You will not let bad people get away with bad things anymore. No, and fucking fans on Twitter. I was so, I'm not even a Leafs fan. I was so pissed off after game seven. Everyone, oh, Tilly fucking lost making your fucking tweets. Oh, Tilly only cares about Toronto. They don't that is care how about I us. read we it. You don't in get my any head. fucking coverage. Uh, shut the fuck up. All you did was make 30 tweets over the case of the night about the Toronto Maple Leafs and watching the Toronto Maple Leafs. I guess the 4 fucking p.m. start time didn't matter then for you. Then West Coast fans did it. You got up to watch the Leafs lose because that's one of the only good things in your fucking day. <laughs> It's pathetic. That's such a loser fucking mentality. Are you kidding me? The highlight of your day is when a different team loses. Oh my god! Good god! No, like, it's who embarrassing. Does that? Like, it's like it's Bruins embarrassing. Fans do that. Montreal fans do it. Sense there were so many it. fans I follow of Canucks fans I follow. Oh fuck yeah, they lost. Maple Leafs. What's it like to fucking lose every year? I don't know. They play fucking at least four more games than we do every year. Seven. I'd like a team that makes the playoffs. I think you also just see a lot of Canucks Twitter because. That's the team that you follow the most, so you see most of those tweets. I I'm sure fans fucking bitch. I know, I know, but I'm sure like if you so followed, it is funny that they've got sends. If like, you followed them. like Montreal Twitter, if you followed like Calgary Twitter or whatever, I'm sure you're seeing those as well. It's not I, yeah. just Vancouver. Oh no, I saw it by for sure. Fans, also, fans. You know what? Vancouver fans have a fucking right to be bitter about the Leafs. You know what? No, we were Leafs fans in 2011. They don't do talking shit about the Canucks, bro. Yeah. It's Canada. I, Every I team gotta, talks about shit about gotta, the other. Yeah, I know. I gotta so stop being so butthurt about them. That's that's kind of true, but also not in my circle, anyways. All of my friends love the Canucks. They're our team. We hate the Oilers. We don't fuck with the Flames. We like the Canucks. That's our West Coast team. No, dude, you know what it is? It's like remember that meme from fucking I don't remember what Marvel movies are all the fucking same. But the whole uh, you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. Right. <laughs> the Leafs are Thanos. They don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah, I think the Leafs um, getting hate is fine, though, because the Yankees get hate. The Yankees mm-hmm. deserve hate. The media only covers the Yankees. The media only covers the Leafs. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't mind Toronto hate. Mm-hmm. I don't like when it's lazy. 67 yeah. jokes are stupid and don't apply. Right. Make fun of the Leafs for who they are now. You know, here's where I guess my frustration with it was on Saturday is that all the comments, there was so much of, oh, you know, here's a great example, was I saw somebody had quote retweeted that video of Kaloran just grabbing Matthew's jersey. And the person who posted the video was a Leafs fan, and they're like, this is ridiculous, has there no call? It was a Canucks fan who retweets it, and he goes, oh, I hope Matthews is okay after this. I hope he can play. Dude, that's a penalty. I don't give a fuck if it's like yeah. heart injury causing or not. That's a penalty. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if that happened to the Canucks during a playoff run? They would lose their fucking shit, as they should, because it's a penalty. So I don't like when it's all grow up. The calls were fine. No, they weren't. Right. It's completely blinded just because it's the Leafs. Because it's the Leafs. But also, if I see a ball called a strike against the Yankees, I will not care, and I will cheer. So, like, I completely get the other side of it. That that is a good point, Tyler, because it's like, I think you can compare the Leafs to the Yankees 
to the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. and to the Los Angeles Lakers. Bingo. I, Everyone loves to hate them. They are the most popular team in their respective sports, but yep. everyone else, they're their least favorite team. Yeah, and but it's okay for Lakers fans to find... exist, but I don't fuck with Lakers fans. You know what? Carrying up the baseball analogy, though, here's what I'm going to say on that. You know, the Yankees, for sure. Like, yeah, you cheer for it. But what people are doing right now, if the Yankees are the elites, It'd be like if the rumps are Angel Hernandez and he just called a ball that's four feet out of the zone a strike. And that happens going, every game in the MLB. <laughs> and it happens every game with Angel Hernandez. Yeah. But the problem is that the fans aren't going, yeah, that's a bad call, but I'm happy about it. It's no, that's the right call. You're just mad because right. you're a fan. You're, you're yeah. just mad because you're an idiot. Yeah. That's the right call. No, that's it's true. not. It's very clearly the wrong call. You're just a fucking idiot. But that's also, there for every like, that that's a trolly thing to do too. Like if I was oh, not a sure. Leafs fan, some I would people like to just get a reaction. That. That. Yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know. It's just, I find it so pathetic that you actually stay up actively cheer for a team to lose. And then when they do feel like the fact that you feel, I mean, genuine. stay up. The game ended at six 30. True. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but what I else are you going to do on a Saturday, man? I don't know, but I thought that the, the 4 p.m. start time was a huge issue for some reason. I don't know why I'd get Well, that when idea. you're playing at home in Vancouver, oh, people are still working. It's not a D. It's not a That's bitch. ridiculous. That's that never Come on, man. It's not yeah, the same thing at all. I did it too. I loved it. I put the radio on for my bus ride home. I listened to the game. I got home. I watched the second and the third. Then this I got is to the watch fucking the radio? Games. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm a <laughs> I don't bitch. I come up with solutions. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't whine about my problems. I find a solution. I work around the problem. You know why? There's no problems. There's only challenges. And I overcome those challenges. Speaking of challenges to overcome, mm. have you found love in the past week? Are we moving to love corner? Are we, Are we done? Love corner? I don't know if we're done. Are we done? What do you I guys don't know want to talk about? Mm. I feel like we're missing something. Uh... We got second rounds. Oh, I got my son's rant I could go on to while we're on the subject. You know sure. what? I know that we have at least four Sens fans listening, which is 80% of their fan base. Mm-hmm. Let's hear why you don't like the Sens or why you have a problem okay. with them. I'm going to spread this out over the next couple of weeks because there's just so much <laughs> content. They are the wow. gift that keeps giving. <laughs> okay. I want to be clear. I spent four years in Ottawa for school. I spent another year after that. Hell of a city. I love Ottawa. I do want to say... Before you say something, our main promoter is an Ottawa Sense fan. That's fine. Ottawa Sense fan. Sorry. That's fine. Oh, wait. If they disagree with me, <laughs> I think I said fanator. I don't they know. They can message me and they will. This is just for you, too. I'm not going to say names because I don't know if I'm allowed to say names, but this is for you, Ottawa Senators loyal listener. Um, now, again, I like the Sense. I want them to do good. I think they've got nasty jerseys. I think Brady Kachuk is the best captain in the NHL. That guy's a complete rock star, and he deserves way more promotion. How does he don't have a Michelin Ultra sponsorship yet? <laughs> Ottawa Senators fans are the stupidest fans in the NHL, and it is not remotely close. Why? They overvalue every single prospect, not even every prospect, every player in their system to a degree that, like, even good God, I like even Canucks fans don't hit. And that's like other teams don't do that. Only Senators do the extent that their prospects. No, 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 not believe, but like. I see takes that like Igor Sokolov is going to be like the second coming of Jesus Christ. Who? Exactly. No, but seriously, who? Jesus exactly. Christ. Are oh, okay. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> no. no. Sokolov, great story. I think he'll make the NHL. Oh, I can't wait for him to be on our team next year. Dude, he tops out as a third liner, Max. Like, I'm sorry. 
Okay, you know, so I, I don't know much about the Sens prospects. If you're just going to shit about the Sens prospects the whole time, then well, it's just, I agree. I see these the fans are going, oh my god, this guy's going to be sick and this guy's going to be sick. The one Here's the topic that I'm going to focus on this week. Okay. It's that I see all the time, and this is why Senators, you know what, Senators fans, I'm doing this for your own good. Right, you're teaching them. I'm teaching them about the, you know, there's Sens fans, I see that we're disappointed this year. I thought we were going to push for the playoffs. Why? Your shit, your team is shit. Why the fuck did you think you were going to be anywhere remotely near the playoffs, especially with the strength of that division? Next season, oh, I think we're going to make the playoffs next season. We only need to get one top six winger, and we're going to be fine. Who do you think is available? I keep seeing, oh, we're going to get Fiala. We're going to get, I saw, we're going to get Besser. We're going to get Giroux, apparently. We're going to get Claude Giroux. Really? Claude Giroux, if he doesn't win a cup this year, is going to want to go to Ottawa? Now, could I see it? He's from Ottawa. I've got time that I could see. Could I see it? Yeah, I could. I wouldn't be shocked if he does. They're not as number one. I don't go fuck it. They're not as number one. Mm. Especially if he doesn't win this year. Especially if he doesn't win this year. The guy wants a cup, and you can't blame him for that. Do I think it'd be great to see him in the sensors? I would love to see Claude Giroux go home to Ottawa. I would completely love that. Yeah. I would buy a Giroux Sens jersey. But he's so not you don't going hate there. the Sens. You would buy some No, jersey. I like the Sens. Oh, absolutely. I need, I need a Kachuk Black Sens jersey. I love them. Like, I, I like the Suns a lot. I love those jerseys. I love Kachuk. But that team is not anywhere near playoffs. And it just aggravates the fuck out of me seeing Suns fans because I follow a lot of them going, oh, next year. You know, I saw there's an in-depth discussion on Twitter. You know, it's a 30-point difference. But I think next year with some internal growth and a guy like Fiala on the wings, uh, we're going to make the playoffs. Really? You're going to get 30 more points by adding Fiala and some internal growth. Right, so you're talking to the Suns fans who think that. 30 points is so much. (laughs) Dude, that's 15 wins. Yeah. Yeah, If you're (laughs) You're a Suns fan listening right now, I agree with Brayden. Your team's not making the playoffs next year. And if you're saying that, you're dreaming, and that's okay to dream. It's okay to dream. It's okay to want the playoffs. But you're not close. Right. You know, just for Who's falling out of the playoffs? Who's falling out? Boston, maybe? But even then, is Montreal going to be as bad as they were this year? I don't think so. I like. I, I have time. Buffalo for the looks that pretty Ottawa's decent. Than Montreal, though. Ottawa is better than Montreal. I what about Buffalo? Yes, absolutely. I think Buffalo takes a big step as well. Like I think they're all Detroit. Dude, dude fucking Detroit! Are you kidding me? Detroit's gonna be sick. Do I think they make the playoffs next year? No, but like, they. I don't know, man. Like. So what would it take? Ottawa's Ottawa not significantly that, better like, than those so other teams. Where do? How does Ottawa get good? Get a goalie. Two years. Yeah, it takes three that's years. Step one. Two, three years at least. Yep. That's what sure. my timeline for that team is. Do I get why they want to start pushing? Yeah. I think that they look at themselves like LA looks at themselves right now and that time to start kind of putting that pressure down. Let's get a top six winger for sure. If you could go get Kevin Fiala, I do think the Central go get Kevin Fiala. That makes sense to me. That makes sense for them. And the I think timeline. Kevin Fiala, yeah, the timeline, right? Yeah. But do I think that he's the piece that makes you go into the playoffs? No. Temper your fucking expectations, Suns fans. You're not how making much, it next year. And how much money is Matt Murray making? Dude, for what, four more years? Have fun with that. Yeah. You're going to lose a goalie. Sorry. Are you going to lose Gustafson? Or are you going to lose... Oh, what's the other goalie that they've got? Forsberg's they good. They're they're going to keep Forsberg. Yeah. He's so our starter. Then, yeah, he's their guy. Then you're losing Gustafson because you can't keep... Um, Gustafson yeah. still right there, right? Yeah, I mean, he's... I don't think it's... He's like, okay. That, I don't think that's but, a big loss, though, by any means. No, no, but I'd rather keep him than uh, Matt Murray. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but, but you're gonna how can the Senators so? trade Murray? You can't. Like, that's the thing. They can't. Like, even, 
you can't go to Arizona and be like, look, we'll give you draft picks because if you want to make the playoffs, you need to keep your prospects. Okay, I mean, that you used to trade them away. Like that's not first off, like they're not even close to being capped out. So I'm not that worried about the memory no. contract. But yeah, then, uh, I'm not worried about money at all. With Melnick's yeah. passing, Ottawa. I guess we'll see how they spend money because we know that like almost the day after Melnick passed, um, the Suns paid like all the bills that they had outstanding. Mm-hmm. So they just literally weren't paying because Melnick said no. They had the money. They just didn't want to. So they also does that mean if it's new ownership or if the Dodgers keep the team, um, are they going to you know be willing to spend that money? I think so. The GM There's said that they will, right? Did you hear that? The GM came out and said that unless they sell that out the was, building, he will that not. That one was taken out of context. When you read the whole quote, it was taken out of context. Don't think it wasn't. It. it wasn't taken out of context. I think it was perfectly placed in context. I think they will clearly so. not. You think they will spend to the cap next year? No, but exactly. I also think, but it, why would you? You're not yeah. out of state. That's his point. That He's like, we're not selling out. We're not that team. We're not the. No, numbers. I mean more we're so in that, like, it's more so your no, attendance. quality you of your team yeah. right they're not yeah. they shouldn't bring in 30 million dollars of free agents next year no right and because there's so many positive developments it looks like lebron flats actually has a strong chance of getting done yeah fantastic like it's only positivity around the team but temper your expectations temper your fucking expectations temper you know your expectations. i, I completely coming up with the twitter again and i know it's oh it's twitter it's idiots but i see it so often that it makes me go oh like, there's a lot of them Oh, what would you guys be willing to Canucks fans? What would you be willing to take from us for uh, Besser? Or you know, I, I, maybe it was like Line Eight. It was something like that. It was a really good player, like ex, like first line winger. People are going, oh, you know, it would start with uh, I think no. This is what it was. This was I remember it exactly. It was for Kyle Connor. Jets fans, what would you want for Kyle Connor? Replies, oh, you know, we'd want a top prospects. Like you'd have to like, you know, they were like, oh, Shabbat. Would I do Shabbat for Connor? No. The guy's like, there's no chance we do that. Stutzla, no chance. How about, and the Suns fans, like, I think Zach Sanford could get it done. <laughs> Dude, who the fuck is Zach Sanford? There's like, no, no it's not. okay. Show me the tweet where someone said Zach Sanford for that. If you, I need to see that. I will bring it. I, I'm pissed off I didn't send it to you guys because it was so, but I think I had sent like 12 tweets to you guys at that point being like, look how stupid Suns fans are. But <laughs> to wrap this segment up, Suns fans, I do love you. Mm-hmm. I think that the Sens have the best vibes around them of the entire NHL. Mm-hmm. Sickos. Dude, the sickos oh, are amazing. Absolutely. There's yeah. nothing like getting sensed. When the Canucks needed to beat Ottawa, I knew <laughs> there was no chance that we were going to yeah, beat Ottawa. That was By every right, should we? Yeah. But are we going to get sensed? Yeah. Did we get sensed? 100%. We got fucking sensed. Got sensed. Oh, yeah. Dude, the Sens didn't even make the playoffs and the Leafs got sensed. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't care how much the rest was. You could have put Ottawa against like... the Leafs in the first round last year. <laughs> Ottawa's coming out of the first round. Dude, Nick Pauly doesn't get a goal Tampa his entire time as the team. He gets two against the Leafs in an elimination <laughs> game seven. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and then sense. Kai's girlfriend like sends me a tweet of Nick Paul scoring. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, man, I know. Get sensed. Get sensed. I watched. God. <laughs> so I'll keep compiling some more sense stuff so I can uh, continue to uh, help sense fans temper their expectations. Okay. Yeah, and that's... That was a good little rant. Oh that my god, that was good. I liked it. Oh. I got a definitely. There's definitely a sense clip out, out in there. I can find. Can I ask you, Braden? Do you think the sense will make the playoffs before you find love or after you find love? No, I'm cute. You're cute. That's true. For those that don't know, he's cute. <laughs> Ladies, no, I, I'm 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 average in love every like about once a year. We go, we go through that's about a, a pretty year. good rate. 
That's not a bad right? ratio. That's I'm, a I'm good rate of I'm love. Like, I'm like, we go through, we get relationship, and then we uh, have Relishy. our heartbroken. And then it's a lot of loving. For, we go for a year heartbroken, and then we uh, pick her back up. We're coming up on a year. We've been going on the dates, and I'm like, okay, like odds are we'll figure something out coming up soon. Right on. Do you have any so, dates coming up? or Segwaying into everybody's favorite corner. It's juicy. It's steamy. It's just a little bit sensual. Stop whispering into the mic. DLC. <laughs> Jesus. He's <laughs> getting quieter. You're getting, I'm going to have to raise your volume from the don't. I've dimmed the lights and I've turned on the candles. Oh boy. Those rose petals have been laid out. So why don't we all take a walk into the satin sheets? Once we find love card. The satin sheets. <laughs> yeah, let's all do right. it. Let's so this week's updates. Uh, I can't remember where I left off last week. I think last you were, week. You I were heartbroken had, last week. I was heartbroken uh, last week. Yeah. Um, and I think I had mentioned that there was potential for new beginnings. The hygienist was maybe going to text you back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's our updates on our hygienist. We got an answer. Oh, boy. Now we, we chat for a little bit. Oh, let's the, go. On the hinge, you know, we're like chatting and stuff. You know, we talk. Tyler, we, we went over what a, what, a, what a hygienist was last week, right? Big time. I think yeah. listeners know all, all about their... Do people uh, not know what feet. hygienists are? Uh, have we gone over hinge? People I know think people hinge. know what hinge is. Right. Tyler, why don't you explain to the folks at home what, uh, what hinge is? Hinge is a dating app with six prompts that you can reply to and using your reply being funny enough or witty enough you can get a message back that way you don't have to rely only on your attractive photos of which Braden has very few mm-hmm. i'm gonna I'm not gonna lie i didn't know that there you it's, go it's three prompts six photos um anyhow so so uh she sends me the like there i i throw an opener back you know she's a hygienist and i'm like oh i gotta relate to that so i'm like you know not to brag I floss twice a day. She loved that. So we started talking a little bit. And uh, did I mention how I think I kind of had known her before? Yeah, um, you went through that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, so, we were waiting on a text back that you didn't get, but you got one since. Okay, so um, the messaging is taking forever, like after a couple of days, right? Like I'm going like four or five hours to get back to her or whatever. And she's going like five, six Hours, is that like whatever. tactically like you're waiting like you'll see a text and you're like i have to wait four hours for no i'm working and stuff right like i'm busy oh, and busy. like i assume she's guy. busy yeah. i'm just like ah, like i don't know my interest wasn't as much in this girl as it was as, as when i got my heart broke right in that girl so anyhow i'm like i i send her some message and i go like 24 hours no response and whenever like prompts you know like a prompt it's like oh, i'll respond faster <laughs> if i see potential i'm like it's been 24 hours we're not looking too good on the potential so uh so then I get a, I got a, I got a message later and she goes, Hey, like, you know, sorry, I'm bad at checking. Here's my number. Why don't you just text me? I'm like, I'm, hey. I'm prime. I'm pulling numbers. I don't even, I'm not even asking for them anymore. I'm bad at checking this. AKA I don't have my notifications on. Text me. Mm-hmm. Here mm-hmm. we go. So I got a date lined up with her for tomorrow night. Oh yeah. Oh, you uh-huh. do. Uh-huh. Let's uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. Okay. Huge development. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I thought you texted me saying you were ghosted. I thought I was. And okay. then I thought I was. And then we got that response like 36 hours later. Oh, yeah. so you oh. just text me. My bad for the ghost. Mm-hmm. Love it. And I was like, oh, shit. Thought we got ghosted. We pulled a number instead. So date tomorrow. What a turn of events. It'll be good. We'll see how it goes. Awesome. Where are you, where are you taking her? <laughs> I'm like, should I go to the same place I went last time? 
<laughs> make all the servers think I just bring a different girl in every week. You don't want the servers uh, talking to her, though. That's the thing. I know. I know. But she goes to like, the bathroom. She comes back with a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. The only issue is that there's only like two places to go in Oshawa. There's not a lot of good date bars. Like, here's for reference. People are asking. So my friends here. What makes a good date bar? It's got to have good mm-hmm. atmosphere. Has to have some. It's gotta have good side sitting potential. No, 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 no. Side sitting is less than you want. It's only side sitting. You need a circular boost. That's no. That's 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 the money move. There you go. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. That's the last thing you want. I don't know, Brandon. Would you like tell a girl no? Like if she tried to (laughs) sit next to you, she let's say she's trying to do that. You tell her, no, sit across from me. <laughs> I wouldn't say no, but I would move to the other side of the table. Like, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely would. Like, you. Kai going, oh, you want good side sitting potentially. Yeah, I fucking love Kai's first dates at Subway. Like, absolutely oh terrible. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the booth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Like, no, you can't do side sitting, man. Like, Wait, why can't you do side sitting? And why does it have to be at a Subway? It's so intimate. No. <laughs> no side sitting is a no ordering food on the first date is a no these no, aren't you're, you're just dead wrong i'm not though here's the thing i'm not it's weird to side sit on a, on a first date especially like if okay. you've been if you've been together for a bit and you want to like watch tv together or whatever fine i can deal all with i'm saying sitting. is it that's depends only, on only if you're deal. watching something or you have no other option that's the only time for side sitting. if you're given like a 12 person booth and it's two of you sure side sit mm. like you know a semi-circle thing like a half moon Tyler, why don't you explain to the folks at home what a semicircle booth is? Everyone knows. It's Are a, we gonna, is this like a, it's a semicircle a with bit, a booth? Right? <laughs> for, for the people at home, it's a <laughs> booth. In a, word, in a word picture, please. What color is the booth? Anyhow, but like good, like good potential to me. Okay, to me, first date, there's only one except not one acceptable, but there's one like not up for debate, like best first date, and it's just drinks. Right, you're not a big eat on the casual guy. It's easy, it's casual. You're able to loosen up easily with drinks. If Mm -hmm. it goes badly on either side, both are able to leave easily. Oh, sorry, something came up. I have to go. Mm -hmm. Right, it's easy for everybody. It's without a doubt the best first date. I hate the oh, adventures are good. You want to be something creative? No, you don't. People say that because they like the idea. That's fucking terrible. Oh, do you want to go for a walk down in the lake, dude? Really? If it's a terrible date, now you're stuck walking around some fucking lake with some random person for an hour. Garbage. That's, that's a great brutal. point. That's a great that's point. Terrible. There's no. no easy out. You need an easy out in case things go mm-hmm. bad. I'm with you. Drinks 100. percent 100 percent of the coffee, time. Should be the first. Maybe a beer. Yeah. Yep. I I prefer alcoholic because Absolutely. it's later on in the night and like it loosens up easier. But coffee mm-hmm. acceptable first date as well. Yeah. yeah. But like, okay, here's a here's a good example. I mean, for like date bars and stuff. So like, somebody asked me like, where'd you go? Like, you know, a friend of mine like where I took that last girl. So I don't know. I went to this bar, and she's like, wow, like you know, big spender. Like that's a nice bar. Like that's, you really treated her. My bill combined was $56. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what you like, take her chucks? Jesus. Dude, literally like, that's what I did go to. Ch- I did not go to chucks, but like, that's like the fucking standard here. Like no joke. People go to first dates at like Chuck's roadhouse in Oshawa. Yeah. Or like Kelsey's shit like that. I'm well, not going to, I'm not going to diss that. I've taken a girl to a Kelsey's before for a first date. Yeah. You can, but like, I don't know. It's just there not wasn't a second date. Are you saying there's a correlation? Mm, there may be like, <laughs> you know, here, here's a great for the, for those at home, <laughs> for our listeners at home, uh, Kai, could you explain to the, the viewers at home what Barden Banker is in Victoria, BC? Mm. 
Nice Irish pub. It's got some Irish. live music. Isn't it? Barton Baker? I don't think it's Irish themed. Well, it's like a pub. Yeah. The Irish people drink. It's a pub that has... They do? You know, do. a lot of Irish decoration or like old English, whatever. I don't know. You were doing a terrible job of explaining it because I'm thinking, I think you've got the bar. <laughs> I was up. getting rolling and now you're what saying it's not Irish. Yeah, that's I don't know. Barton no, Banker, on. if you Google it, it's, it's an old great bank. Spot. It's like an old bank. Shit looks like Gringotts out of Harry Potter, but it got converted into a bar. It's got these beautiful like gold ball strays on the, you know, on the railings and stuff like this completely like fantastic ceiling, cool, low hanging lights. Yeah. Live music fantastic bar immaculate vibes like mm. nice drinks great bar any first date yeah. i had when i was living in victoria i went bar and banger because mm. i'm like guaranteed easy if victoria local like everyone liked it like always a good bar to go to well we I'm, went uh we went there last time i was there right yeah that's where we you yeah. and i went great mm. great first date bar if i'm in bc or if i'm in, I was you in treated Vancouver, me so well oh my god mm-hmm. i was so, so lucky do you, you not have a good first date bar then are you saying that there's you two in oshawa there's two in Oshawa that have like the atmosphere that I look for. And one of them is in the mall, Excuse which rules me. it out, which rules it out. Yeah, they have a patio outside. Time. So like half, it's not like, in, like there's no direct access from the mall into it, but it's like right attached. Like the front door to it is right beside the front door. To the oh, mall. that's not that bad. So it's not like mall access, but you're still like, oh, there's American Eagle. You know, the, oh, let's go on the patio. We could look at the mall parking lot. Still bad. Yeah. Right. Like, it's not great. Yeah. Something good. And then like, uh, the only other place I could think of is like the closest comparable I could think is like craft is craft. Mm-hmm. But like, there's only two bars in Oshawa now because so many closed over COVID that right. like that bar is the place to go on a Friday or a Saturday night. There's right. only that or the other bar. So am I going to ask a girl out for a Friday or a Saturday night to go to like the most bumping bar in town? No, that's a terrible first date. Yeah, That's a terrible first date. So you're extremely limited in where you can go here. Right. Once you get the second day, you can open up because like, okay, now Vu's on the table. Now we could go for a walk and shit. Like it opens up completely. But uh, I'm extremely limited where I can go. But um, mm. I will bring everyone updates as far as next week goes. For uh, how, uh, how Would you ever consider hopping on the GO train going down to Toronto or something? Again, for a first date, no, because mm. you need you're to stuck. have that easy out. Dude, you're, you're in Toronto. Now you're on an hour-long train to get to a spot. That's what sucks, because Toronto has so many good bars. Fantastic place for a first So date. how many dates would you have to get into to go to Toronto? Three? Three. Third one, I yeah. go easy. No qualms about it. Even second, I'd consider it. It's just, and the reason I wouldn't go second is because you just went for drinks on the first. So why would you do it again on the second? Yeah, and also, like, for maybe... This is, I'll open it up to you guys. I've never, ever, I don't think, had a second date without a third date. Like, once I get the second date, I'm locked in. Like, I, I we're, we'll go on a date. I don't, I've never gone a first date. It's gone well. I've scheduled a second and it's gone poorly. Does that happen? Uh, no, because one by the second, I think you have a pretty good idea of who the person is and they've got a good idea of who you are. Just plugging in. So, um, it's kind of, tough for it to go bad i guess like i could see it for sure being like oh never mind like i don't want a third like wanted to test the waters a little bit more i've had that like i'm with you in that if it's been the second date it typically goes somewhere once you've seen the fastball you just know where it's coming yeah exactly and it's only a worry if there's some random curve that's coming right bingo baseball reference there we go Mm -hmm. home plate sports um but that's my update here and then another little pro tip for you guys especially if you ever are unfortunately on tinder again 
I have a guaranteed 100% response rate message. Okay. Um, so like you've the matched, key. you're the first to message. It always works. It always works. Okay. Now here's the key. The, 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 the going knowledge and the going advice is on Tinder. You want to message quick, right? Okay. But after a day or two, too late. You can't even message now, right? You can't open a month after, right? Okay, so you match. You have like a 24-hour type of thing. You need to get that's messages. The, that's the foregoing knowledge is you got to get one going. You're fresh in the mind. People move on. Okay. Here's where I come into play. I wait because this line relies on you waiting. And then okay. you, and then you, and then here's the line. It's insert first name here. I'm so sorry. It's taken me this long to message. I was just busy planning our wedding first. 100% response rate every time. Every time guaranteed. Like no bones about it. Do you say unmatch rate or response rate? Response. No oh. one matches. <laughs> people find it funny. Like they joke. It- it's just, it's a tough follow-up because people are always like, tell me more. And you're like, Fuck, do I actually have to like go in depth and want a wedding? Like, I don't know. I never like, know a fucking I didn't wedding. actually plan like. the wedding. Uh, yeah, fair enough. No, so like you could throw in a message like, oh, you know what? Realized I'm going to need your phone number for the registry. There you go. Phone oh number and two messages. Oh my God. Okay, I want to give you my phone number now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's that smooth. It's that easy. Um, You know, or you could just throw some shitty little plan out and then say, or, you know, if that's not your vibe, we could just elope. Um. <laughs> I've replied. So I remember one time somebody went, Oh yeah. Like, what do you have in mind? And I just replied a good one. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. Hope you're down for that. Hope you're on board. If you're not, I don't know if this is going to work out. So your advice for the single listeners out there, your love corner advice would be, Hey, tell girls you want to marry them or that you've been planning the wedding before you say anything else. Yeah. And like the other thing too, is like, you really need to embrace stupidity on Tinder and it's really tough when it's your Tinder. So here's a great example. A year ago, I was still in a relationship and a good friend of mine, uh, Adam from Oshawa wasn't in a relationship. He had Tinder. So I take his Tinder. I take his Tinder, like real Adam from Oshawa, not, not fake Adam from Oshawa. And I take his Tinder and I message people all the fucking time. And I just say like the most out of pocket stuff because uh, I didn't care because it wasn't my Tinder. Right. So for a great example, you know, you remember the saying about Brock University, right? Do I remember the saying? Yeah. No. No. If you can walk and talk, you could go to Brock. Mm. Right. Because you know? they're dumb. Explain to the <laughs> listeners what the perception of Brock University is. Uh. But that's it exactly. So uh, there was a girl he had matched with on Tinder and, um, you know, she went to Brock. So I was like, oh, I got to come up with a line. You know, I know they say if you could walk and talk, you could go to Brock. But does that also mean you can suck and fuck? 100% response rate every time. Because people are like, who the fuck says that? (laughs) 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 But you got answers. You got answers. (laughs) Like three people were like, actually like at least got the joke that it was a completely stupid opener to like go with. One person told Adam that he was like an idiot and like what is wrong with him for saying that? But they don't get the humor. They don't Mm. get the humor. That's the Mm. way she goes. Um, and here's the thing it weeds people out too if they know um the uh you know if if they have the sense of humor or not like another one i remember it was a personal support worker so i messaged her on his tender and i said hey i see you know your psw in training um if you need some help i did shit my pants and i need some help wiping (laughs) up (laughs) 
and that so, did well <laughs> dude dude he gets a snapchat like uh, or two minutes later from this other girl that he knows that he's friends with right he opens it and it's this girl and the fucking girl from tinder i guess they're friends and she's reading it <laughs> <laughs> and then they talked for like a couple weeks i think they went on a date like somehow oh like, it turned into a conversation it was hilarious <laughs> honestly man the best evil. way to not be creepy is just be a seven if you're a dude, seven and up, a, you're good. I, I took a screenshot of that tweet. I put it on my Tinder. The one I sent to you guys where it's like, it was some girl and she's coming to say it. Like the best type of man is like a solid seven, has dad bod and is like legitimately funny. Babe, like I'm hitting all three steps there. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's looking for someone who's exactly a seven, give or take a decimal place or two. Yeah. Give or take 0.5. A dad like bod that isn't, isn't a grandpa bod, but definitely a dad bod. No, oh, yeah. we are slimming down. We are in um, cutting season, hopefully. It's, it's speedo season. Yeah, I got to go back and shave for the speedo. Like I was ever in shape for a speedo. I got to get on time <laughs> for a speedo. Though. Remember when he just pulled up to my party in a fucking speedo? Yeah, that I got happened? sexually assaulted that night. Well, no, yeah, yeah, you I showed up in that. a skanky little outfit. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing, Tyler. I'm not asking for it. I got it. I moved like four times in the hot tub, and this girl kept moving beside me and like trying to sit on me and like grabbing my thigh. And I was like, "Right, I know like literally 99% of my thighs are out right now, but please, like, I am not into this. I have a girlfriend, not for sale." And then like that Serbian girl says to me, "She goes, you know, I think you look good in it." I'm like, "What are you trying to say about what the other people here think?" (laughs) And she's like, "In my home country, everyone wears speedos." I'm like that's great like i'm from you i'm not from ukraine i'm ukrainian like us too no idea if ukrainians were speedos Mm. but on that note thank you for this weekend's juicy succulent episode of brayden's love corner and i can't see the outro my lovers next week thank you for tantalize your eardrums tantalize Um, Tyler, why don't you explain to the viewers at home what tantalize means? So for the viewers that are listening, tantalize is basically...